the auteur. You do? Yes. Okay. So like that, he, that should be red. Yeah, yeah. At what point in the in the broadcast is Morgan doing a video? What's up? City on the edge. City. City on the edge. City on the edge. City on the edge. City on the Edge. Welcome back to City on the Edge, a podcast where we tell Albuquerque and New Mexico stories, and we are wishing you a very merry City on the edge Uh This episode should be coming out right before Christmas time, but I think this is our first Christmas episode maybe ever. I think so. So, so you can order our merch for the new year. Yes. Not in time for Christmas. I think what would be a great gift is giving us money. Oh yeah, for, that. yeah. Give uh, also for the loved ones in your life, you can give us money, and for people you don't know that well, you can give us money. So yeah, I don't. It works out yeah. well. And I don't know if people know this, but I collect like high units of currency. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really cool collection to have. Oh he, my god! Yes, like I heard there are a million dollar bills. I don't know if I'll ever get one of those, <laughs> but but there's a thousand dollar bill. I would like really? love to have one of those okay. in my collection. Excellent. Um, so yeah, so in case you're, you oh, need gift-giving ideas, you can give us gifts and okay. money. Um, so welcome back to the show. Uh, how's your Christmas, Nora? Um, it's Holiday season. It's going okay so far. I actually, I'll admit, I'm a little bit anti-Christmas yeah. this year. Anti-Christmas? Yeah. yeah but doing like, research bah, for this bah, bah. episode yeah. brought the cheer back, so oh, I got excited. Nice. Okay. How about you, Mike? How's your holiday run-up going? Well, I despise December. The whole month of December. I, just I was born in December. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, well, you're the sole uh, flower <laughs> soul to grow in this light. wintry ground. <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. like <laughs> No, it's just like Christmas music nonstop, and I hate yeah. that. And, I, and it just kind of feels like, oh, oh we are in a theocracy. You know, like, I, like I'm suddenly <laughs> like reminded of all of that stuff. And then it's like suddenly it's like, Oh, barely scraping by. Yeah, you individually no. and most of the city uh, now double and triple your expenses. Right, yeah. for no reason because Seriously. consumerism and capitalism say so. I think I yeah. managed to spread out my <laughs> buying of things enough <laughs> that it's not going to be just a huge blow. Like I've already got most of the gifts for the kids and stuff yeah. like that nice. taken care yeah. of. But it's no question; it's a lot of lot yeah. of money being spent, and then. The yeah. expectation is so high for everything. I mean, yeah. oh god, that's the it's worst. True. Yeah, everything must be magical, lovely, right. joyful. Yes, and all the presents right. must be amazing and wonderful, and you'll never get sick right, of them. Right. And, you I'm know. like, I'm not religious. How am I stuck with this religious holiday? I didn't ask for this. Get me <laughs> out of here. <laughs> but you know, so far I've had some good Christmassy experiences. Uh, we went up into the uh, mountains north of Santa Fe, or east of santa fe oh, nice. wherever glorietta and pecos is oh cool we cut down a little christmas what? tree and Murder. brought it down no that's a, i am the lorax it's part I of forest the management tree. oh really <laughs> you okay. have to buy a permit and everything oh really they okay, don't just good. let you do it willy-nilly All so right. we brought it down and we uh we decorated it and that's it that's looks really, really nice thing. Thank listeners you. yeah oh yeah there it is that's yeah nice. just so you know i'm not talking about no scrub level tree this is a this is a great new mexico uh pine tree of some kind yeah. with a really bent bow <laughs> yeah um so that's what i did so far for my my christmas run-up what about cool. you guys you doing any christmasy stuff i'm gonna be in las vegas uh right before tomorrow's birthday is right before too so it all comes at me at once mm-hmm. um and then my brother's is right afterward um, but uh 
I don't know. You know, it'd be cool if we had snow again. That was neat on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was. Snow. I like that. That was great. You know. Yeah. Um. Then maybe we'll go up to Sandia Peak and go sledding and stuff. No, we'll do stuff. We'll see mm-hmm. some of the new big movies and stuff too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's always yeah. fun. Yeah. You're gonna see the star, the star. Warriors. Probably my yeah. son's. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried. J.J. Abrams is just gonna give in to the worst of his fans. It's gonna be. And he's gonna undo all the cool stuff Ryan Johnson oh, did. Oh gosh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. We'll see it. No um, my daughter's a big fan. Oh, she the likes, things I care about now. She likes Ray. She loves Ray. Oh, that's good. That's that cool. makes me feel that's really cool. good about the Ray whole Ray is cool. She's a great character. Yeah. yeah. And there's <laughs> another adaptation of Little Woman. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah, so. with Greta Gerwig yeah. writing and directing. Right, that's cool. Right. Um, do you have, like, what do you do in the run-up for Christmas? What do you have planned this year, Nora? Um, I always go to Wisconsin. Okay. Are nice. you going to Wisconsin this year? Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. I know. It's... I'll take New Mexico oh. with me. I That's actually nice. always bring our boundaries. frontier tortillas for breakfast burrito making. Oh, very good. For nice. my family. Okay. Nice. Excellent. How about you, Ty? Um, oh, yeah, the tree. We got the tree. You know, it's just going to be... Uh, you know, it's just going to be... It's just going to be Christmas and all that stuff right. all that right. stuff you got to do like eat right. biscochitos yeah that's true maybe that's put cool. out some luminarias or we've got or some unique ferrolitos <gasps> and i was considering maybe this year going to see uh las posadas what is that horrible noise? your fridge is making some weird noises okay it stopped all right um las posadas and this today for this episode we're going to be talking about is it luminarias or fairly well, What is it? We'll get into that. I, I, and I want to ask you guys. I, I think I'm pro luminaria. Yeah, yeah. Although I understand why there's, yeah, that is there backlash battle between. Is there really? Yeah. There's some kind of north south divide. Mm-hmm. Oh, between the Farolito crowd yeah. and the yeah. luminaria. Yeah, luminaria. Like they care about the name. Yeah. Well, it's this is the name in the north of the state. You know, which I think is huh. Farolitos. Yeah, Farolitos. And then Luminarios is the name in the, well. s- mm-hmm. uh, you know, south of Santa Fe. I've and got bad news for everyone who has a problem with that. There are major linguistic differences between the north and south. Ruben Cobos wrote a book uh, that is a dictionary of all Colorado and northern New Mexico Spanish phrases. And they're completely a separate linguistic group that has to do with a separate wave, a second wave of migration. Yeah. People that mm-hmm. came, b- because they're... An, an earlier wave because they had made it far, far. I'm sorry, an earlier wave because they had made it farther up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, honestly, I feel like something like the Farolito Luminaria divide is really interesting because then yeah, we can yeah. talk about exactly what we're talking okay. about. You yeah. know? So That's true. I don't know That's that true. anyone's throwing down over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. on some Facebook. That'd be memes. funny. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll kill you. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, um, don't shed blood over this yeah. one. Yeah. No? I, no, I love that you can take a paper bag and sand and a candle and have this beautiful thing that is somehow yeah. safe and doesn't catch fire very much. <laughs> well, I like they, it does. Right. <laughs> they scared me a lot when I first moved here. I remember just thinking, like, these are going to catch on fire. Yeah. How do they not catch um, on fire? Right. Walking around Old Town <laughs> the day after the lighting of the tree down there. They had they had had luminarias out, and there were several bags that I passed that had yeah. clearly just like burned to a, oh, to a cinder. And okay, so don't set them near anything else. Just, yeah, I think that's the monitor trick. your luminarias. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll put you in this pile of scrap paper. No, don't <laughs> do that. Um, yeah, I think they're cool, and they look neat, like they're seen beautiful. from above and seen they are on so mass. beautiful at night, and they last one night. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're not going to have yeah. luminarias out multiple nights because that's a lot of work, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. lighting them all up. And yeah. that's kind of cool. I, I, uh, yeah, they're ephemeral. 
They're yeah. like lights of the earth. They look like Adobe bricks that glow, and that's like a beautiful poetic right. symbol. Yeah. You know, I like that. So if you're the out there and you see up. some luminaria set up, you know this is the night. Yeah. This is the night that it happens. Yes. And if you live in northern New Mexico and you call them a different word, who cares? This is not as important <laughs> as uh, Colorado chili versus yeah. Yeah. New Mexico let's, chili. Yeah. Let's remember the important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I do own a map and it's titled like um, Map of New Mexico and Northern New Mexico. I'm like, what? Why make that, that is interesting. Yeah. Real, real New Mexico versus yeah. Northern New Mexico? Is that what the implication is? I guess. It's like, <laughs> maybe it's a class thing. I don't yeah. Know. You know, a lot to explore there. The Lawrence crowd. Well, shall, uh, should we kick it off with? Yeah, let's kick it off. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Oh, wait, we already did that. No, She was all lit up and had nowhere to go, but she would stay out all night, burning and sentimental, watching the rest of them melt around her. She itched for some contact, but no one, not one of the thousands that poured through, got close enough to touch. Her rage must have smoldered physically. Hours, days, years later, could she say? Everyone was gone. Just the cold and precise stars throbbed on. Even she couldn't last to see the dawn. It was Christmas Eve in Albuquerque, and she was a luminaria. <laughs> okay, so I read an anecdote in the 1938 December 22nd edition of the Albuquerque Journal that inspired me to write this opening for this piece all about luminarias, a yes. holiday decoration that is a hallmark of a New Mexico Christmas. It's also inspired by Ned Zeman's terrific essay on Timothy Treadwell and Vanity Fair, in which he opens from the perspective of the bear that killed Treadwell and his girlfriend, Amy uh, Huguenot. So wow. this is the anecdote where I found this gem that inspired this. Okay. Wow. This is, this is from the newspaper? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this, this is what inspired it. Quote, we were glad to learn from Professor Kircheville that he was able to inform us that luminarias are feminine. We didn't really think anything masculine would get lit up and stay out all night on Christmas Eve. End quote. <laughs> yuck, yuck. What? <laughs> so basically, this excerpt on Spanish language, and specifically New Mexico Spanish, um, said that Luminaria is mm. feminine, mm -hmm. and yeah. from thence was born this terrible What was the expert's joke. name again? Terrible joke so about women staying about, up all night yeah. and drinking too much on Christmas Eve? Because men never drink too much and stay right. up all night. Everyone, does drink, does, everyone does that. No that one, doesn't even what? make any sense in like Sheesh. 1930s stereotypes. I like, know. <laughs> It's the, but I was, then I was, I had just read the Zeman essay that took the mm -hmm. position of the bear. And I was thinking like, what is this Luminaria is, thinking? Is, yeah. Um, what is she doing? And again, there's that ephemeral quality to it. Like yeah. It's only lasts till the morning. So then I started going down this rabbit, rabbit hole of huh. Professor Kircheville. And Kircheville. so basically the Professor Kircheville they refer to is Captain Francis Monroe Kircheville, mm. who was a professor of the Modern Languages Department at UNM in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, it looks like. Okay. Um, he was author of Practical Spoken Spanish, which was used to teach Spanish in the same era, and he pioneered the study of New Mexican Spanish. Mm -hmm. He was also part of the first group that conducted studies and experiments with teaching Spanish to elementary students in 1932. Oh, okay. So kind of 
my children go to a Spanish immersion school, so yeah. I suppose that he he's got his uh, his ideological DNA in there, probably. I think so, and he was, and, and this comes into play with his. He really revered, um, you know, folklore, customs, mm-hmm. traditions, and so as the scholar in New Mexico customs and language, he sometimes gave talks on luminarias and other huh. New Mexican mm-hmm. Christmas traditions. And I just thought this quote was kind of interesting. Um, he basically was this huge believer that America needed to protect custom and creeds of all peoples. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, and he was a big proponent of having a healthy and good relationship with Latin America. Okay. So mm. he actually taught there for a semester and then came back and wrote articles about it. He's worth like another episode. That was a big yeah. thing. He in sounds the 40s. really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and especially after World War II, because there was fear of Latin America going commie. So there was a big push to, to make mm-hmm. a. Uh, to make to be friends with uh, Latin America. Yeah, and he was also worried about the Nazi presence ah, there. Yeah. It Whoa. sounded he's like. like Indiana Jones. Yeah, <laughs> he's but he's also part of this controversial study, which I think we should do an episode on, huh. where that was trying to improve race relations, essentially mm. between Anglo's huh. and Hispanic people, as really? they were called. But a lot of people took offense at the survey because it asked stereo like questions that involve stereotypes do you wear a big sombrero and play the <laughs> oh maracas God. before you fall asleep leaning on a saguaro <laughs> essentially <laughs> do all your dogs wear bandanas but um the people who did it and he was a part of it were taking a progressive stance they felt you know so it is an mm. interesting yeah. story but that they went before the board of regents the governor was involved yeah so and we can was, table that but he was the guy that was talking about the luminarias yeah huh. yeah okay so basically, he had a big presence in New Mexico involving language and mm. customs. So wow. about traditions, in a 1941 article, he said, quote, how grateful we should be all for the privilege of living in a land where all creeds and customs huh. are held to be inviolate, respected, and protected under law to a greater extent than anywhere else on earth. Interesting. Our people of all origins and faiths are free to believe and practice any religious or other rights so long as we do not try to dictate course or otherwise infringe on the rights of others who may not share huh. our belief. So he was declaring war on Christmas. Oh! <gasps> Mike, do you <laughs> love him? <laughs> by admitting that other <laughs> faiths exist. Wow. Okay, interesting. Well, that's that that, that yeah. makes me like him. Yeah, he, he sounds interesting. Had the appropriate spirit. Yeah. We should write a movie where he's like hired to poison Hitler. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> okay, with Christmas as the backdrop, because everyone loves a Christmas. Well, you know movie. what? And speaking of Christmas, we're we're we are indulging in a little holiday tipple. So right. um, I think that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we okay, can say that's what Mike's Mike what's going is, on with yeah. Mike. Let's <laughs> say whatever we know about like local holiday nonsense. Oh, oh, I want to hear more about the oh, yeah. There I've got more. There's okay, more okay. in this, this luminaria exploration. Um and I want your guys' help for this, but basically a luminaria is essentially a brown paper bag with a candle inside to be lit on Christmas Eve, weighted down with sand. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you can you can buy them buy it from the neighborhood kids mm-hmm. they usually are putting them together about this time of year yeah. and you can order a whole bunch right yeah um in albuquerque they're laid out by the thousands mm-hmm. on christmas eve there are electric ones too with led lights no those are lame i don't like those i'm not gonna talk about those yeah okay. 
And the purpose, I'm putting purpose in quotes, everyone, is to guide Mary, Joseph, Jesus mm-hmm. um, to safe. Oh. safe. Like the, like the manger. The manger. Because yeah. there's, there's a lot of reenactment of yeah. Mary and Joseph going to the safe, in, you know, the safe manger. How was the brown paper bag lunch sack industry back in the ancient? Uh, <laughs> well, that's a good question. Uh, you have any yeah. indication of that, Nora? Well, okay. So <laughs> what I saw was that they were, they, okay. And this is where we get into the Luminari, Ferrolito uh-huh, Lumina, yeah. um, controversy, the debate. debate. Right. Um, but basically they evolved from what I found that um what i can't bonfires small yeah. bonfires mm-hmm. but then when did the paper sack come into play i think is the real question mm-hmm. well i know if you go to santa fe and you do a, a farolito walk they they have the bonfires interesting and they call those the luminarias really and then the lanterns yeah. are, the cool. are the farolitos right so it, huh. it gets yeah so there's yeah. there's two things uh, that we're talking about and the names seem to be interchangeable, at least as far as the brown paper bags with candles in them That's are concerned. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if the bonfires ever go by Farolitos. Um, I don't really uh, yeah. see them in Albuquerque that much. But uh-huh. And so, cool. so in Albuquerque, they were popularized in Old Town and the Country Club neighborhood specifically. Mm, okay. Um, because two famous Albuquerque residents, A.R. Hebben Street and <laughs> William Kelleher, oh. uh, okay. put displays... In the area after buying the Hooning Castle mm. and the surrounding, quote, swampland. Mm. Yeah. And they built two large homes. And then I think Hebben Street started it where he put up, and this was my neighbor. So this is like on the street Whoa. investigating okay. a long-term Whoa. country club resident told cool. me all this. He said Hebben Street put up 6,000 luminarias around his house and surrounding area. Wow. Um, and he got the idea from local churches, but he popularized it. Okay. Whoa, Hebben Street. I feel and like I've then, seen a street name. So he probably made it like the the kind of tourist attraction that the Luminaria huh. night is. Like they take buses through the country right. club area, huh. show them all around. And of course, Old Town does it all the time. Right. Um, yeah. But it sounds really yeah, trafficked. Yeah. yeah I've, I've never been to the um, to the country club area one. I've walked well, through and to the Old Town one huh. um, because I lived nearby at the time. I think I've been to most of them. But I've been to the Bug House. Where's that? The bug lights? Bug, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Manal no longer. School. Oh, yeah. So the ones yeah, at the Manal yeah. School were there for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's what something we should talk about next. Yeah, yeah, um, huh. Well, let's get to okay. the bug house after the okay. little but, and, and so also Heaven Street. And I see this as someone who walks their dog in the country club area a lot. Whoa. Um, along with the luminarias, he put up blue lights on all his trees on the property um and this task along with putting up the luminarias took eight men five days to do so it was like an extensive operation but they were just like the lamest eight people it was like five lights (laughs) (laughs) so what about what year are we talking about so kelleher uh famous historian albuquerque historian he wrote a book called for me the sun oh i have that and an attorney in the late 1920s late 1920s Mm -hmm. okay i met his son once yeah, they're still around, Kelleher's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe there's even Kelleher attorneys around. Yeah, still. yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, and it is a street downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Right. What about Heaven Street? That sounds familiar, too. Heaven Street? Yeah, wasn't yeah. one of the people's names? Heaven yeah, Street? Yeah, Heaven Street. Um, right. His, he, he also had uh, a part in growing 
diff, uh, a CBS, not now CBS affiliate, oh, like a okay. radio station oh, really? and then a TV channel. Oh, right, right. Um, so, you okay. know, kind of that. I wish you could know it all. Imagine that. So blue lights. So that's blue a lights. uniquely Albuquerque thing that is this yeah. add, adding the blue lights to huh. the luminarias. Yeah. And you can still see it downtown, but I don't think as. That's funny. Yeah. As hugely as back in the day right yeah in, in the 90s 107.9 the edge did this tacky lights tour thing or maybe it was 94 rock some local radio station did the tacky lights tour and they would like load people up into a bus that were had just like drank a ton at a bar or something oh. and then they would go by all the like these tacky light locations but one of their stops on their tour was a friend of mine's house <laughs> and their house was like it was pink. It was on Manal, and it had like a handful of just like crappy like wooden stands with of reindeers and like a string of lights along the front. It looked terrible. And and uh, did they design it to be but, on the tacky light but tour? Twice a night, people just pulled up at their house and jeered at them. It was really like I felt bad. For so them. they didn't do it to be on the tour. No, they were just not on at the all. tour they just because did an unexceptional Z one hundred and seven decided their lights in a public sucked. area of Manal. <laughs> like <laughs> that's terrible. Dang. All right, so uh, <laughs> luminarias. Luminarias. Sorry. No, no. Um, and basically, mm-hmm. the, the th- I think the kind of funny thing about luminarias yeah. is, you know, you see how these may be like, it seems wealthier white men right, right. kind of popularized or talked about mm-hmm. tradition a lot. It existed, of course, for a long time. Right. Um, but it's funny because luminarias is used for bonfire. So it's like, is it yeah. any time uh-huh. a bonfire used? Is that a luminaria? Uh-huh. Is that so... Madness was it a misunderstanding that Kelleher had about what constituted a luminaria Ooh, versus right. a feralito that led to the the divide that we're talking about? Maybe that than, was um, it. Rather yeah. than ways of migration. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thought. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Wow. And, and basically, in northern New Mexico, small villages use these bonfires both to light the way between them mm-hmm. um, in Christmas Eve. Right. You know. Right. Catholic homes like yeah. to get mary yeah. and jesus and joseph there safely yeah. of well, course we see them with like chinese paper lanterns mm. they have a long history so people i don't think can really pinpoint the exact yeah, yeah. Um, right because and pueblo indians also used bonfires huh. to light ceremonies and paths so it's kind of like yeah it's a little bit murky yeah it has multiple sources okay craziness yeah. um but okay that's so cool. let's get down to the good stuff. The fighting between the fighting. Yeah. Okay. So from what I've seen, the luminarias are the the on the ground paper bags. And right. then Spanish faroles and ferolitos mm-hmm. are lanterns carried by hand and used in a more celebratory manner. Oh, so something I found was the nature of the use. Okay. Like the ferolitos, it was more exuberant it was carried right. it was in motion right. whereas the luminaria seemed right. to be a bit more solemn Interesting. yeah okay um and as we talked about there's controversies surrounding what name is used right and i found this article from october 1st 1941 which was the first uh primary source i found talking about the controversy and so i'm just it's really short so i'm just going to read it real okay. quick good okay quote Those paper sacks containing candles which decorate many houses in the state during the holidays and at fiesta times are not luminarias, as they are commonly referred to, according to a writer in the Tausenio, weekly newspaper in Taos, but are Los Ferolitos. 
The article opens anew, a controversy through which others in times past have sought to establish the correct name. The Taos writer backs his claims with the statement that Sir Elias Colungia, personal representative of the president of Mexico, in addressing thousands of visitors to the Santa Fe Fiesta, referred to the paper sacks as Los Ferrolitos. Mm. His definitions of the illuminations in common use used in the state are as follows. Quote, the luminarias consists of small sticks of pitchy wood stacked together and placed alongside the streets or the road to burn during processions Whoa. or parades. And then we get a new word, guys. The achones are likewise made of pitchy wood in pieces of three to five feet long. These are tied or rolled around a post and carried as a torch would be in parades. The ferrolitos consists of a candle inside a paper sack and set in great numbers in housetops, patio walls, etc. These are the ones which are so often referred to as luminarias. Okay, what's the new word again? Achones. Achones. And, and repeat what that is? Pitchy wood in pieces of three to five feet long. Tied oh. or rolled around a post and carried as a torch would be in oh, parades. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard that. Before. So we got a new thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it sounds like like a torch, really. Yeah. It's just straight up a torch. Huh. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Wow. And so the last dispute I found was the Santa Fe New Mexican, which mm-hmm. is the paper of Santa Fe, hmm. claimed in a 2015 editorial quote. That paper bag is not a luminaria. Okay. Well. So they're staking their claim. <laughs> yeah, all right. So it's it's interesting. I mean, in Albuquerque, I mainly hear luminaria, for yeah. sure. Me, I have never heard yeah, yeah. 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 Luminaria is way more common down here. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, one thing that we didn't really mention, although Mike touched on it, is kind of the mass marketing of the luminaria mm-hmm. from the 80s on, where right. you could buy the electric plastic version and uh this came at the same time that santa fe style was a very popular like decorating trend in in other states and so that kind of spread out all over the nation and i believe that they those were referred to as luminarias or luminaries which you often hear people call luminaries and yeah uh, you know east texas or what have you so that probably Mm -hmm. signaled you know it, it may or may not be correct but that's probably why everybody calls it luminarias now um, yeah, yeah, because Target, yeah, Home Goods, whatever they sell them as luminarias, these plastic right. ones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Some so. places you can buy them in like a flat with a bunch of them uh, filled with sand, and there's a candle in it. Oh, the real ones down. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. the yeah. real ones you can do that. Yeah, um, I know a lot of um, New Mexico uh, charity or groups huh. will sell them. Oh, you that's know, to cool. raise some money. So huh. you know, buy them. I love the things that yeah. things that make us different. Here. Yeah, I feel like you're not really celebrating New Mexican style yeah. if you're not calling yeah. that random number yeah. that's like posted on the street sign, like yeah. Luminarios, five or five. <laughs> right, to, you yes, know? totally. Yeah. Um, so I, this also was the, one of the more interesting things I found connected hmm. to Luminarias. So whatever they're called, Luminaria, Farolito, the enchanting display was almost halted during the nationwide rationing Rationing? Rationing. Thank you. I think, uh, Rationing of the World War II era. Huh. In November of 1941, the Albuquerque Journal wrote, quote, New Mexico residents urged to save paper. Luminarias may be hit. Hmm. Governor Miles announced the waste paper drive to be conducted in cooperation with the federal government, but declined to comment on the possibility that use of the unique luminarias might have to be curtailed. 
State Defense Coordinator Faye Guthrie also declined to commit himself, other than to say that paper bags were getting more and more difficult to obtain. Governor Miles said buyers for waste paper had been provided in several communities and that some Boy Scout troops had begun collection drives. The paper is used for making cardboard, essential for shipping cartons. Okay, and do we know, did did they have luminarias that year? I I don't know. We don't know. I looked okay. and there was no more word on. No more mention. The year yeah. without Christmas. Tonight <laughs> on Hallmark. Well, okay. But clearly it was just a blip right, in exactly. the history that has continued but it was to pretty blaze regular. on. Yeah, yeah, it's been happening regularly for, mm. well, since the 20s, I suppose. Mm. Um, which, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, uh, wh- whether or not it was the same form before that. Uh, it sounds like probably not, hmm. um, given what you were saying about, you know, bonfires and right. torches and carried lanterns. But after that. And then another potential origin story is that they are also popularized by a poor UNM fraternity. Hmm. That funny. N- to raise money sold them, right. and that kind of started the UNM tradition. Which you know, there's the hanging, the hanging of, the of the greens. Yeah, right. interesting. They do luminarias, and they have a, they have a Las Posadas as well. Yeah, hmm. there. So, and Very so, cool. there's a lot of boring articles though out there about luminarias. Right. Just to warn you, boring articles. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot about like which luminaria display won which year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, so let's see. What's your favorite place to see luminarias? Oh, that's a good question. Have you ever seen luminarias? I have seen the hanging of the greens, okay. and I, that was pretty magical. Yeah, I like that because they're all throughout campus, and yeah. So that's UNM campus. Is mm-hmm. that this coming Friday? It was. I th- two it Fridays already happened. Ago, yeah. oh, okay, too bad. Old Town's nice too. Old Town's lovely, yeah. very accessible. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. It is funny to see the plastic ones on big businesses. Mm. Like, you know the corner Tacky. of Manal and Carlisle? Yeah. It seems like that yeah. shopping yeah. center yeah. has all of them. And it's like, hey, yeah. there's the eyeglass store. Right. I'm just like, what's the point of the right. plastic ones? Like, they I mean, do not have that magical quality. They yeah. just right. look like another Christmas light yeah. and yeah. kind of a lame one, frankly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, if you're going to do luminarios or Farolitos, do them right. That's what right. I say. Right. right on. So speaking of lights, uh, yeah. did you ha- did you want to did you have anything else to say about the no. luminaries? Okay, I wanted to talk so. the bug lights, Mike. You want to oh, talk yeah, about yeah. the bug lights? What's that all about? Honestly, I don't have a ton of information, but here here's what I know. Okay. Um, this was some family obsessed with Christmas lights. They decorated their house like crazy every year. It grew so big that eventually it went to the Manal Boys School. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, which is now I, just Manal right. School, right? I remember going to their house back in like the in the '90s when I was a kid, and they had like a Santa on the front lawn with a full size sleigh and actual reindeer parked in front of the house. And so they went crazy into the, I mean, I mean, I don't know if they were actual reindeer. They had live animals, though. I remember they had live animals. Yeah, holy and, moly! And you know, they were doing like it was like a manger scene and Santa stuff and like a real mishmash of. You know, of stuff, but like that place was like dazzling. Like, a common phenomenon when people went and saw this place was that their eyes would bleed for like two hours afterward. No, that's not true. But like, but it was so dazzling. It was just like crazy. And then the bug house was crazy overkill, also. So I don't know. I mean, I guess central New Mexico has kind of a tradition of crazy overkill Christmas lights. The Madrid lights used to have have a. Uh, airplanes re air, airlines rerouting their routes just to fly over Madrid oh to God. see their crazy uh, uh, coal coal powered lights that lit up the whole place. 
So you can actually still see the bug lights. Uh, They are not at the Manal School anymore, so don't go looking for them there. Uh, They were donated uh, to the city of Belen uh, in May of 2014. So you can go down to uh, at the Belen uh, Harvey House Museum. No, No, I'm sorry. That's where it used to be. Uh, It is year-round at a city-owned building called the Bug Lights Museum at 513 Becker Avenue. You could go see them there. You should. It's a a crazy... Quirky New Mexico yeah. tradition. I always have mixed feeling about cold, feelings about cold events. I don't know about you two, but like when I, I every time I've taken my kids to River of Lights, I'm like, was that worth it's it? It's always the coldest night of the year. And like, I do <laughs> anything outdoors in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, River of Lights. I liked how I was freezing and thought I was going to get hypothermia. That was a great <laughs> part. Um, <laughs> my guy, Dr. Kercheville, uh-huh. does talk about the custom of putting oh. live animals. Oh. Yeah. And he says, that that's a what? long-term custom called Los Nacimientos, mm-hmm. which just means the animals. Nacimientos? Yeah. Huh. Those, that, that's what this... The like the mountain range. means the animals. I think you can almost <laughs> see from Albuquerque. Nacimientos means the birth, right? Oh, is that right? No. It's it says it, the term for the custom is Los Nacimientos, huh. parentheses, the animals. Well, there's that famous Christmas Christian myth that animals can speak on uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, a few hours. For real? Yeah. Yeah, at yeah. midnight? Yeah. What, why is that Christian? Because of the manger Well, just because it's like the manger. Christmas. It's because of the miraculous birth. Whatever. I feel like anything could happen at midnight on Christmas. Santa comes. Yeah. Animals talk. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're weirding yeah. me out. How could that possibly mean the animals? Am I wrong? <laughs> I always Are you, did you just look it up? Uh, well, I'm looking it up. Yeah, it does um, sound like. Here, see? Oh. I'm sure they say it. Yeah, it says that in the old Albuquerque Journal, but uh, that that can't be right because there's mountains called. Uh, yeah, I think you might. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right next to the Jemez, where Cuba is, Cuba is in the Nacimientos. Right. Uh, sorry, Cuba, I've got, New Mexico. I've got yes, right. Yeah. Um, translation. Do you want me? To, oh. Los Nacimientos. Oh yeah, you can let it out. Yeah, the births. It means the births. It doesn't huh. mean the animals. What the hell, Albuquerque Journal? You're throwing me off my Spanish yeah. game, making me question everything. Yeah, go ahead and let him in. We're talking about a dog. Yeah, two dogs. Two dogs. Puelon and Sharka. Mm-hmm. They can talk at midnight on Christmas yes. Day. Christmas Eve, <laughs> Christmas Day. And you know what they say? They say, hey, 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 hey. We got, we're hungry. Yes, he said, feed me. Um, okay, I can't believe they translated that as the animals. That that makes me mad. There is literally no excuse uh-huh. if you're living in New Mexico <laughs> writing a newspaper to translate it as the animals. Um, well, it's fun to say, nacimientos. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, what other uh, Christmas traditions uh, should we discuss? Biscochitos? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never had one before I moved here. Yeah. What well, are they all about? They're not common. Um, they're a little shortbread cookie uh-huh. flavored with anise, uh, usually cooked with uh, pig lard, huh. if they're good. Really? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, chocolate. the ones with uh, the ones with lard are the best I've ever had. You huh. can get them all different ways. Uh, some of them are made with you know vegetable shortening, and those are fine. And some people make them with butter, and that's huh. fine. But if you really want real deal, they're a little dry. Biscochitos, you need to have yeah. the ones with lard because they're not dry. Oh, they're not dry, really? Okay. No. I Where th- do you have a favorite place to get them? Ah, uh, you know. Golden My favorite Crown. place to get them these days is at the counter of uh, Loyola's restaurant really? here, uh, just down the street yeah. from me. 
Um, although this weekend when I went up to Pecos to get our Christmas tree, they were selling them on the counter of the gas station where you buy the permit for the Christmas tree, and it was amazing. So, Ooh, that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I feel like you got to get the real traditional ones uh, at least once or twice to know what you're what you're missing. But those are the state cookie of New Mexico. Right. We were the first state to have a state cookie. So we were pioneers in yeah. 1989 when that was declared. Interesting. Um, it is a... Whatever. Based on a cookie... <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk smack about your stuff, man. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so they come from a Spanish cookie called manicado. Uh, and it's basically the same kind of thing, but um, they're made, you know, they are, they are a recipe that survived as a folk tradition here in New Mexico. Yeah. And um, part of the reason for naming them the official huh. state cookie was to preserve that tradition in the face of kind of um, mass marketed baked goods that you get around Christmas time. Yeah. You know, the the dominate that dominant cool. culture. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Traditionally, they're made in a fleur-de-lis pattern, according to an article I read oh. in Taos, which oh, I've yeah. never heard of before. They do have kind of a flowery shape, like with two like rounded uh, bumps on on four different sides, right? right? I feel like I've seen them that like stamp that uniform kind of ridge. Hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's what I usually yeah. see. Huh. But an article I read in the Taos News <laughs> stated that the reason that they are often in a fleur-de-lis pattern was that became a shape that was used to commemorate. Uh, the Battle of Puebla in 1862, uh, uh, which is what uh, Cinco de Mayo uh, comes from. Uh, so it was a, a victory over the uh, the French right. um, by the I Mexicans, and so it was a you know they, I don't know why they would make it a floor de lis to commemorate right. yeah. the Maybe people they were like fighting F against. Uh, yeah, because like, so we eat you, eat your yeah. stupid. Yeah flag and yeah, maybe it was a symbol on french armor or something like that. yeah huh. okay so that's cool that is like, that's really interesting yeah good enough yeah. now you were saying that you kind of wanted to take a, a moment to uh, to remember somebody oh for uh, sure yeah. important here in albuquerque that uh, kind of passed away oh yeah that sounds good yeah Hey, I'm sorry about the biscuit Cheetos thing. I really did think that was that was interesting. I was just being goofy, man. I don't like. Um, you know, I think you should apologize to the cookie. All this stuff is interesting and boring. I mean, that's the thing about history. It's interesting and boring. That's why we sound nerdy when we talk about yeah. it. Guess who's not getting a Christmas? Say you're, say you're sorry to biscuit Cheetos. I mean, honestly, I write about these tiny little towns where everyone's like, "Why do you care?" You know, like, Juan Tomas, sit back, children, and let me tell you about their school. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> it's ridiculous. But let's talk. Let's talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, gosh, I'm yeah. sorry, I've already. Yeah, Lindsay. somebody. Yeah, so Albuquerque. This last, I believe it was September, lost somebody really cool, mm -hmm. uh, a local, uh, a major, a key person in the Albuquerque music and uh, art scene. What I affectionately call the scene. But Bless everybody you. has their own idea of the scene. Anybody that uses that term means the people that they know that go out to shows and gallery shows and events and things like that. And um, But, you know, a few years ago, Lindsey Graham was one of the... Not Lindsey. What's her last name? Lindsey Graham. Oh, I'm watching too much impeachment stuff. That guy's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsey Gillenwater was an awesome... <laughs> she was an awesome person. And uh, she would... Every year, she would put on a huge birthday party at a major venue... She um she had a local blog that she wrote about local shows and other things that she uh would do birthday events at like Burt's and Launchpad and she uh you know had been in a couple of different local bands and was just like somebody you would often see at shows. Um, Ty, I remember uh, introducing you to her at, at a coffee shop once. 
um, when she was back in town. But she was one of those people where it was like, she for a long time she was at every show, and it was like, how do you keep this Dang, pace yeah. up? It's just really overwhelming. And I, and I don't think you can keep that kind of a pace up indefinitely. I've been there and it's unsustainable, you know, right. but she ended up moving away to Maine for a while. And from what I could tell from social media and stuff, she was having like a very peaceful, cool life involving lakes and the coast and uh -huh. like forests and stuff. And I'm like, that's always good for the soul, yeah. you know? And, yeah. um, and she came back and she seemed a bit like less involved in the scene, but a little more chilled out. But, but, um, you know, she seemed like she was doing re really well. And, um, but she, uh, she had an asthma attack and she died trying to get to her inhaler, oh, which was gosh. in her purse. She had 911 punched into her phone oh. and didn't have time to oh. press send. That's so terrible. I mean, she it, like, you know, and she's since been like slandered by know nothing morons that are like, you know, suggesting she died of a, an overdose or something like that. Even you know, if she did, but even I'm if not she, not did, that she did, many people have problems people. with that right. stuff and they shouldn't yeah. be knocked. That's not, it's not, it's, it's not uh, a mark of dishonor to give into the final symptom of a horrible disease. But, but Lindsay wasn't doing that. She was asthmatic and she had an asthma attack, a serious one. And, uh, and it came on fast and she just didn't have time to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, the Albuquerque music scene lost a really cool person yeah. um, with, with that. Like I, some people were really good friends with her. She had lots of friends and, you know, she'd put out a call to like, I need help moving. And like 50 people from the scene would show up and, <laughs> you know, yeah. nice. just, just a really a part of the community. Right. Yeah. You know, just like she was a, she was a cool person and, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a real loss, but you know, that that's the price of having a community to some degree that we just like we care about the people around yeah. us and when we when we lose one it's always it's always terrible you know wow yeah but uh anyway pour one out for for Lindsay. Yeah. she know. will be missed yeah totally totally wonderful yeah i mean not wonderful that she died but wonderful no to but take a moment no it's to good to yeah. take those moments yeah. you know well yeah. let's see yeah. the year closes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so so yeah well, shall we wish everyone a, a happy, happy whatever you celebrate? Yeah. That sounds good. Because we believe in whatever <laughs> yeah, creed yeah, or yeah. person you are. Happy Red Star Cup Starbucks season. Oh. Red Starbucks it's Cup season. It's not red season. this year, Ty. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. It so also says, like, have a merry Starbucks or something. Oh, yeah. I just think it's hilarious. They've just changed. So <laughs> They're like, yeah. Then we just celebrate us. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you all will have a quiet moment of non-denominational <laughs> secularist prayer where you send positive mm -hmm. thoughts at a stick of with no symbols or anything that <laughs> identifies it as any. Anyway, war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>